0: In this week's episode of the Past the Everything podcast, we cover a pizza job for locked out MLB players, which restaurant is pulling a Taco Bell and gotten Mountain Dew to make them their own special legendary soda, how McDonald's broken ice cream machines could cost them $900 million in a story stranger than any of the conspiracy theories we've come up with, how confusion at a poutine restaurant resulted in threats, and White House snacks in meetings with a former president. We close it up with food high and low moments of the week.
1: Let's eat.
0: our table in New Orleans. This is the past the everything podcast.
1: Your favorite food podcast.
0: Back from our Mardi Gras hiatus. We did it. We did we it. We did the,
1: we did the Gras. Marty. My,
0: my podcast partner, the number one thing about him <laughs> this week is that he's still alive. Yes. <laughs> For yeah. the sake of the podcast, we call him PTE. He started the past the everything Instagram that began this whole journey and congratulations. You did the bare minimum and you made it out alive.
1: Feels pretty good. Also, welcome to my life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> still kicking, it's a good day
1: <laughs> Did the minimum, still somehow struggled, yet here Alright, and and uh, she's Ashley, my wonderful co-host Who quit her career in radio to help me launch this podcast And she's, uh, you're gearing up for the next one There's yeah. no rest for the wicked over here
0: Yeah, I feel like there's no time to fully recover from Mardi Gras Nope Because I live on the parade route for the Irish Channel St. Patrick's Day parade in just a few days. Yes. So prepping for that.
1: So you're doing, after we record today... Would you like to share? I'm batching
0: up some Jello shots. Yes. Yeah. Love I think it. I clean them out of both the green and the orange and they'll be made with <laughs> two different kinds of alcohol, you know, to I keep like it, it separate. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay. I have a, um, a neighbor in my house who lives in the downstairs apartment who has lived there for maybe like 15 years in this same house. Oh, wow. But he works at a bar down the street that has a mega block party.
1: Oh, okay. I know exactly what you're referencing. Yeah, and yeah.
0: so he has never once watched the parade like at our house.
1: Oh, interesting. he's always working yeah, he's and making working. so much
0: bank that day because oh, it's it yeah. really crazy in the Irish channel for St. Patrick's day. Yeah.
1: And that particular bar, holy, like that's the, mm-hmm. that's their bread and butter. That, yeah. That's what they make. all. I mean, they do well in general, but that is the day they really make their money.
0: If you haven't been to that particular parade before, it is the same yet totally different from Mardi Gras. The throws are yeah. different. Uh, Yeah, they have beads and stuff, but there's also men in kilts walking through the streets.
1: (laughs) Yes, there is. Trading
0: kisses for plastic and silk flowers. Yeah,
1: lots of of kisses, lots of fake flowers. Uh
0: And then there's also people on the floats giving out cabbage potatoes, yes. corn, <laughs> Irish spring soap, yeah. packs of ramen noodles. It's it's a very interesting day. I'm looking forward to my produce drawer in the fridge being I've full. never
1: caught, have you caught the ramen noodles? I'm sure you have. I, I have, I, yeah. I, I just get overloaded with cabbage. Like, am I like a cabbage guy? Do I look like, oh, that they guy look look looks like- You look like you need a cabbage. This guy looks like he needs some cabbage. He certainly hasn't eaten any vegetables. Let's throw this guy some cabbage over here. The thing <laughs> about
0: catching too much cabbage is like, you got to bring a giant bag to yes. put it all in. yeah otherwise like just armfuls of heads of cabbage
1: yeah which i'm i'm never prepared for cuz i'm usually there with a drink or two in hand and i don't have a bag with me so Shocker that I'm, right. again, not prepared. Not prepared. <laughs> What's <Whatsoever>. But drunk. <laughs> but drunk.
0: <laughs> I'm here, I'm drunk, and I'm completely unprepared.
1: The put, it yes. put it on a t-shirt, put it on a t-shirt, put it in the podcast <laughs> store. That's actually a pretty good t-shirt idea. We'll have to copyright that. All right. Oh, well, I'm going to take a kickback out of that yeah. because I'm
0: the one who made it up.
1: As you should. Mark it. All right.
0: We're going to start off the scoop. Our food coverage in the news with the... Cross of two of your favorite things, food, obviously, and the world of sports. So many sports. Are you a baseball fan? We haven't really talked about this. I
1: actually am a baseball fan. I grew up watching it and playing it as a kid, and I never really stopped. And I know it's not really a popular sport anymore as much as it was. But yeah, long story short, I love baseball.
0: Well, especially since right now there's the whole MLB lockout. You've probably been following the news on that.
1: Yeah, it's been unfortunate and shitty, and it's why the league's falling apart.
0: One bit of news that has to do with food and the MLB lockout,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Papa John's
1: Pizza, your favorite place. I just got a text from them literally before we started recording some part of the rewards club. I know,
0: you were like, hang on, I got to put my phone on airplane. Oh, wait, Papa John's just texted me.
1: (laughs) Well, then the text was confusing because it said, like, are you hungry for dinner? But then the text was about a cookie, like, or a pack of cookies that you can buy with different toppings. And I'm like, I don't understand.
0: You're like, what does this mean? But also, sure, I'll have cookies yeah, for dinner. Like, yeah, I absolutely <laughs> will
1: order cookies. But the way it was worded, it was weird. Anyways, uh,
0: I thought you were going to say that they were texting you being like, hey, you want to include our story in your uh, podcast episode That today? would be hey, pretty it's sweet. Papa John's XO.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, the answer would also be yes.
0: Well, right now they are currently hiring professional baseball players who are out of work, not playing due to the lockout mm-hmm. and to at least... Two players from the Atlanta Braves have taken them up on the offer. They've done a shift at a Georgia location. Okay. I think they bought in just because of the cheesiness,
1: pun intended, mm -hmm. of the tweet
0: that Papa John's put out.
1: Ready for it? Yeah.
0: Are you a pro ball player with too much free time during a prolonged offseason? If your team isn't doing much lately, why not join ours? We'll put your talents to use catching orders taking a swing at pizza making I, uh, and delivering the goods like you always have
1: the last part didn't even make sense by the way they they've already ran out of like cheesy puns oh wait no I no just, it keeps going oh, no. don't worry okay. they're not done oh, wow. you'll
0: right. even get a new uniform so join our team roster and apply today
1: yeah, this is This is horrible, and I hate that I that I use the word cheesy to describe it, and so did you. Mm -hmm. But that's on par with how ridiculous this tweet is.
0: Well, two players, Dansby Swanson and Jock Peterson, took him up on the offer. They went and worked at least one shift at Papa John's. Unclear if they're gonna show up again. For like regular shifts at this job, because it does say all players who participate will receive the same benefits as regular employees. And Mm -hmm. that's regular employees of Papa John's, not like regular employees of a MLB team. You're not going to make the same amount of money, obviously.
1: Yeah, obviously not. And also, they don't need your fucking benefits, dude. And these guys are multi-millionaires who are just bored. <laughs> like, right. Want to go work at a pizza Nothing place? Yeah, do. they sure, definitely threw their yeah. name tag on the ground as they were walking out of the store. Like, yep. that. thank God that promotional shit's over with. That was cool. <laughs>
0: like, do you think that Papa John's paid them some kind of like endorsement deal in, in in addition to just putting them on staff for a day? A
1: hundred percent. And in fact this thing was so cheesy, it actually reminded me of Happy Gilmore when in the movie he did the commercial for Subway and he like mm-hmm. hits the ball and he's like, talk about a hole in one. Like <laughs> like that's <laughs> but like that was obviously intentional comedy where we're supposed to be cheesing over the top. And I think that they, like Papa John's was being serious when they were throwing this out there. Yeah, It just came across that way. So yeah, they're definitely getting some like endorsement kickback. It's actually kind of smart though to be like these these players are bored they have nothing going on we can tap into them and probably an easy thing to do we can set it up right. we can have them in the store Boom, boom. Um, and during
0: their shift, they made pizzas and they folded boxes. Yeah. Uh, can you imagine, you know, the little pizza tracker thing that they have in the app now? Yes. Where it says, Jock Peterson is currently making <laughs> your pizza. And you're like, wait, <laughs> wait, what? Because like if you're yeah. a fan of the team and you got that on your app, letting you know that, I don't know, one of your favorite players like that's currently. Snap a
1: photo of him like folding my, my pizza box for me. Yeah. Like I'm you like, oh, get that okay.
0: notification that he's making your pizza and you write back, you're like, prove it. Yeah. I want to see the photo.
1: That's definitely a prove-it text. But also, I'm the type of person where the novelty would wear off very quickly. Like, oh, cool. I guess Jock Peterson's putting my pizza together. That was a hard sentence to say. (laughs) And then five seconds later, I'd be like, Oh, these guys are brand new to it, and my pizza's gonna be delayed by thirty minutes if they don't hurry the fuck up. Right. I'm calling to the store to complain, and right. I hope one of the other players does to answer it because he doesn't know how to handle this. Yeah. Sh- <laughs> this all call. the
0: pepperonis are squished over on one half of the pizza. Yeah. Like, like I don't want to do get right? a shitty
1: late pizza just because a guy that plays baseball made it for me. Like I want my pizza on time and to be good. Like I'd rather have that than some guy making a pizza for me that I really don't care about.
0: Yeah, because see, if it was somebody like me and it said the full name of somebody, I'd be like, well, that's weird. That yeah. <laughs> full name. I wouldn't recognize that they were a baseball
1: player. <laughs> that would be. Even better. It's like, oh, Jock Peterson made a pizza sent a photo. You're like, yeah, this is kinda weird. I don't need to know the names of the employees and also right. get photos of them. Like, no, this is a perfect like, yeah, I don't care. Oh,
0: I don't care. I already yeah. ate it. <laughs> Sorry. I already ate it. Please stop <laughs>
1: sending me photos. <laughs> Getting kind of weird.
0: Yeah. If they were on delivery duty and somebody like that showed up at my door, I'd have no idea who it was. They're filming so, it. You're like, yeah. this is
1: really weird.
0: <laughs> I'd be like, I said, door drop off contactless delivery, please. Can you just drop it and leave? And they're like, ma'am, we need it for the MLB network and uh Papa John's collab. <laughs>
1: This is a complicated order. Like this is a, am I like the thousandth customer? I don't understand what's happening right now. <laughs> like, no, this has nothing to do with you. You're like, yeah, right. but you're here at my house, so right. now it does. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why that's why I hope happens. Like I, I need that to happen. If them to like film some sort of promo, and the person has no idea what's going on.
0: Right. You yeah. need to make sure that they deliver to an MLB fan, though, because it would be completely mm-hmm. wasted on a person like me.
1: Yeah. So it's either going to be like a five year old kid or an eighty year old man. Mm-hmm. So that's their demographic now.
0: <laughs> Which one do you fall in?
1: Uh, the weird individual that refuses to let go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fill the dreams in my head.
0: Next story, uh, Buffalo Wild Wings is apparently pulling a Taco Bell move and the kind of move that I think you might be excited about. Okay. The move I'm talking about is how Taco Bell paired with PepsiCo and specifically Mountain Dew to create a specific soda that is only sold at Taco Bell restaurants known as...
1: Baja Blast. Yes. Okay. Yeah, the best soda of all time.
0: So Buffalo Wild Wings saw the success of that and they're like, we want to do something like that. PepsiCo Mountain Dew. We want our own soda that is only available at Buffalo Wild Wings locations. Okay. So PepsiCo Mountain Dew said, Bet, we got you. We're going to make you something called Legend. That is their new drink, <laughs> only available at Buffalo Wild Wings. It is not a fun bluey green like Baja Blast is.
1: Mm-hmm. It is
0: a dark.
1: Uh oh, like a purple black. Yeah, oh, Pepsi-ish
0: no. color with a purple dark tint to it. Okay, they say it was quote inspired by the blackberry flavor craze. Is that a craze right now? When
1: has there ever been a blackberry flavor craze?
0: I'm currently drinking a black raspberry. God damn it! <laughs> I'm not trying to prove them right, but like I didn't realize it was a craze.
1: I just the craze is so good that it's like bits built into your every yeah. yeah, exactly. Like you're just you're constantly participating in it, but meanwhile having no idea that you're doing it.
0: I honestly just bought this flavor of Lacroix the other day because I was like, oh, that's one I haven't tried yet.
1: I just like how you and I are both like, since so when did this craze become a thing? And then you it's reach down to grab your Lacroix and you're drinking blackberry flavor, like son of a bitch. <laughs> they already got me. <laughs> It's happening right now. (laughs) So this soda
0: legend combines the flavor of original Mountain Dew with, quote, notes of blackberry, citrus, and ginger.
1: Okay. I don't. mm, All right.
0: It is already available at a few Buffalo Wild Wingses (laughs) and should be at all of their locations by mid-May.
1: It's gonna be May.
0: Are you interested in Mountain Dew Legend, only available at Buffalo Wild Wings? Do you want me to show you a picture? Yeah,
1: can I look at this photo? I'm not gonna lie, it looks pretty sweet. It looks like it looks like the color that they make like Venom, the Spider-Man. I was gonna say movies. it looks
0: like Evil Soda.
1: Yeah, like Venom. They should have called it something like Venom, but there's probably like some copyright stuff going on there. I like how when you were describing it, that your description of of the the conversation going down was Pepsi replying back to Buffalo Wild Wings and saying bet,
0: bet. yeah
1: <laughs> I would I would like love to see like the an email from like the CEO of PepsiCo bet bet yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he makes twenty million a year um, new flavor who does yeah yeah exactly so that would be incredible um you know I'm for this and it also makes sense because. I was always upset over Taco Bell having strictly Pepsi products. In fact, anytime I go to eat anywhere, if they mm-hmm. only serve Pepsi products, it's a very, it's something hard to get over. You're like, well, I wasn't prepared for this at all. Right. Like, what am I going to do now? Like, I'm already committed to eating here. I have right. to drink something. I guess right. just give me a water. This sucks. Yeah. But like, Baja Blast is delicious. So Buffalo Wild Wings has the same problem before. And in fact, it's been a couple of years since I've been in one, but I remember them having only Pepsi products and being like, fuck. And I got to drink Big audible sigh. Yeah. <sighs> You're was, just
0: trying to make me drink the beer yeah. because I, I know I can't do a Pepsi product yeah. at this meal. And I was
1: there for like an actual job where I had to be responsible. and was in the middle of the day, so I couldn't just start drinking beers. Otherwise, that would have definitely been the option. Mm-hmm. So now they have their own soda. I'm kind of for this, but I don't know what Legend will taste like. Also... Is this a future blackberry, citrus, ginger, mountain dew? I don't know if the ginger fits in there. I mean, I know like the mountain dew with blackberry and citrus also sounds weird, but like the ginger at the end, I don't know why that kind of threw me off. Also, is this a potential, uh, like a partnership in the future? They're making I am legend too. I'm just throwing it out there. They're already like starting to film that movie. Just saying legend soda. (sighs) That's so smart. I am legend. Makes sense. Brought to you by Buffalo Wild (laughs) Wings. Just Will Smith, just pounding sodas.
0: Like you got to go to Buffalo Wild Wings to get a coupon for your movie tickets to oh, see I Am Legend 2. and
1: Once mm. again, this podcast has just turned into us providing companies with free marketing ideas. Right. Yeah.
0: God. <laughs> How have none of these mega giant food corporations <laughs> snatched us up yet for their marketing team? I
1: don't know. We'll do, we'll do consulting all day by that, I mean, just listen to our podcast once a week.
0: Ooh, you know which company I don't want to go do consulting for and marketing?
1: Lots of them, but please don't. Yeah.
0: This one, the big bad one that uh, already... Look, I don't think they need me. They have the marketing completely covered. However, their legal department is about to be busy. Okay. McDonald's could be out $900 million for a new lawsuit that they are facing. And it's all centered around the broken ice cream machines.
1: Which we've discussed about on the podcast before. At length. Yeah. I mean, because it is a real thing.
0: It is a real thing. Yeah. So real that before any of this lawsuit started, there is a website called McBroken. (laughs) (laughs) Solely dedicated to tracking which machines are out of use at McDonald's around the United States.
1: God bless the internet, really. I I mean, mean, that's just incredible.
0: McBroken, according to... (laughs) the website at the time of the article that i'm reading uh 11.7 percent of mcdonald's
1: ice cream machines were reported right now of use. in the united states
0: as of the time of this article's publication about okay. the lawsuit wow the so law- that means at any
1: given point in time there's like 10 percent machines around the country there's not working so there's at a 10 percent chance also feels like a 50 percent chance because every time you go to order a mcflurry it's a fucking coin flip that they're gonna say okay, pull around to the side or sorry, machine's down. Would you like anything else?
0: Right. And I'd have to dig into how McBroken works. I'd like to think it's kind of like-
1: Self-reported. It's like Waze, but for ice cream Uh, Yeah, I think it's
0: Waze. So like I would have to go to that restaurant and then report it being like, they told me it's out. Yeah. And then that's how I assume McBroken gets their (laughs) info.
1: (laughs) I'm just- just, The McBroken is hilarious.
0: So how many other restaurants did not get reported today, but would also tell you that they're out of use,
1: you know? Oh, Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point.
0: Anyway, so aside from McBroken, there is a company based in California called Kitch. It's spelled all cute, like K-Y-T-C-H. Oh, God. Do less. It is a tech startup that created a tool that allows ice cream owners to remotely monitor and control their devices and gain access to diagnostics. So okay. anybody that has, I guess, a big ice cream-making machine in their business yeah. could use Kitch, this company the tool supposedly according to them prevents outages before the machine can detect an error i'm not pretending that i know how the technology works mm-hmm. but mcdonald's is not a fan of kitsch
1: of course not
0: so kitsch is filing this lawsuit against mcdonald's it accuses them of sending out emails to mcdonald's franchise owners mcfranchisees mm-hmm. we'll call them advising them not to use Kitch's product because supposedly it posed safety risks and using it could violate the machine's warranties like there in the McDonald's location. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Kitch disagrees with both of those claims and is now seeking $900 million in damages from McDonald's, who wow. they claim used false advertising within their internal messaging. Yeah,
1: within their network, inner network.
0: To disparage and defame Kitsch. Wow. And then it gets deeper. So I I was so fascinated by this. No, we this always, is incredible. This is like some
1: serious news. Well, it got to the point where you and I have developed conspiracy theories around it, where like the machines are broken so often that are they really broken this often, or are employees just saying this because right. they don't want to clean the machines, there's always an issue with them. But it turns out they actually really do have a lot of issues. This company has found a way to solve it, and McDonald's is sending emails internally saying don't use them because this technology would basically hold them accountable,
0: I mean, last year, the FTC decided to step in and investigate the whole thing with the McDonald's ice cream. And so I was reading more about this article. The lawsuit also targets something called the Taylor Company, which is the main provider of McDonald's ice cream machines. And I learned that the franchisees have to purchase a Taylor machine. And Taylor then sends out their specific repair people to fix the machines that are known to frequently break down and require costly repair visits. So that's also on the wallet of the franchisee as well. So maybe it's more than just the employees, like we thought it was being lazy or not wanting to clean it or whatever. It's that the franchise owners don't want to pay for the repair of the machine they were forced to buy by the company. It's a whole like circular thing. It's like McDonald's
1: is in cahoots with this company. You are then forced to buy their machine. And then when the machine breaks down, the franchise owner is then responsible for hiring Mm -hmm. the worker from that same company, cannot Mm -hmm. go with anyone else outside of it. And they're also paying out of pocket. And that out of pocket money is going back into McDonald's.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: That is fucking insane. Like that, how is that? That's like a fucking fast food Ponzi scheme.
0: So it gets crazier. Oh my God. Kitsch accused McDonald's of granting the Taylor Company a monopoly over the machines and their repairs. Absolutely, right? yes. Claiming that the two companies held bi weekly meetings devoted to copying Kitsch's technology. So don't use this company Kitsch, but we're going to steal their stuff and figure out how to make it so we can have our own proprietary tech for our shitty
1: ice cream machines. And the rich get richer, which is, this is fucking crazy. Like, So basically, whoever wrote this article and the Kitsch lawsuit and everything, they've uncovered like this giant Ponzi scheme within McDonald's that's been happening for years.
0: So the author of this article is going to disappear shortly, is what you're saying.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's exactly what's going to happen. They're going to like... Yeah, something's gonna have, there's gonna be like some weird accident. Like they like fall down an elevator shaft. Like, how did that happen?
0: And and had a heart <laughs> attack in the process. On the process. First floor. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah. This is this is absolutely insane. Also, sadly, nine hundred million dollars to them is like nine dollars to us. Right. So slap on the wrist. And for them, how much money have they made over the years being in in cahoots with this other company? If this is the price of doing business. I mean, who knows how much money they've made if you really think about it. Right. It's just crazy to think about. Also, they should have known they were fucked from the beginning. Like, as soon as they saw that Biden was being elected president and how much that fucking man loves his ice cream, they should have <laughs> known that the government was going to be like, we should probably investigate. Because Biden, all it would take is for him to go through, swing through one McDonald's like in his like presidential limo. He's like, the machine's down. He's like, what the hell?
0: Like, <laughs> To finally have the general normal yeah. American experience. That's what brings yes. everything full circle. As the president realizes yes. what it's like to be an American on yes. a regular day,
1: exactly like the whole gamut, like runs through McDonald's and they're all there for Biden and they tell him the machines down. He's like, we need to investigate this. It's <laughs> like he's so upset because all he wants is his ice cream for the day. <laughs> McDonald's is like, son of a bitch, the government's on us now. <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious. But also, fuck McDonald's for this. That makes me really upset. But it's also not surprising. But it's like. You're, you're a multi-billion dollar company. You need to find ways to fuck over like your franchise owners in the process and also continue to like and double down. And us that down. we can't get our ice cream. Yeah, like, oh my God, this is crazy to think about. I'm, I'm mind blown right now.
0: And you know what? I want to say that you brought in something that we hardly ever do. You mentioned you know a political figure
1: yes well he just loves ice cream so right. it was a no brainer yeah. right
0: but what's wild about it is i have another story that is about food and a political figure okay we we never go here in this podcast and I know. you just organically gave yeah, me a segue literally
1: just came to my mind i was like you're like the FTC is looking into it and i was like yeah that makes sense because biden's like wait they don't have my ice, look cream. At the ice cream i'm going to look into this right now <laughs> listen here jack listen folks <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. And that's how McDonald's gets shut down. <laughs>
0: now we're talking about a chain of French Canadian poutine restaurants. Have you had poutine before?
1: Oh, you know what? I think I might've had it somewhere in New Orleans actually, but I've never had actual poutine. I've also never been to Canada. Okay. I know it's me either. Thing, right. Yeah.
0: It's like fries and gravy and like cheese curds. Yeah, and, which oh, like I've had, a, I've
1: had a F&M's multiple times. They just call it cheese rice. <laughs>
0: not the same.
1: I'm like, is this poutine? Like, yeah, man, get not out of here. Not the same.
0: <laughs> As a former Thursday night F&M's regular, not the same. <laughs> oh <my laughs> not God. the same. Not the same. Okay, so this chain of French-Canadian restaurants mm-hmm. has had to go out on an official statement saying that they support Ukraine. And you know what? In today's landscape, so many other people have said the same thing, showing solidarity and
1: support. We don't support war. Cool. But why is
0: this a story? Because they were receiving calls of insults and threats from people who confused Putin,
1: which they sell,
0: with Putin. The Russian (laughs) guy.
1: The evil dictator. And they
0: were like, fuck you and your Putin restaurant. What? We're going to take you down. And this French-Canadian restaurant chain is like, no, 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 sorry. Like, that is not...
1: (sighs) Canadians are like the nicest people ever, too. Can right. you imagine them getting like death threats because they're serving poutine? It's like you better shut that Russian shit down. People are like, they're like, oh, I'm sorry, like I don't know what we're doing wrong. It's just like gravy on fries. It just right. has a weird right. name. Also, it's like a, it's been doing it for decades, so right. let's chill out on this.
0: Somebody who knows French better than me and can confirm what's in this article, please weigh in either on Instagram or whatever. Apparently, Putin in French is said poutine. Okay. But obviously, like, Putin is a person and poutine is a
1: food. The spellings are also completely different. Just because you enunciate it a certain way, I mean, the two are... That's what I would have to find
0: out is, like, do you actually write his name? It's a name. Usually there's no translation for proper names. That's not a thing. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, they put out a statement saying that they support Ukraine and that poutine is a dish that was born in Quebec in the 1950s. Okay. Putin, on the other hand... The dude was born in Russia in the nineteen fifties. Not the thing. same.
1: decade. I don't know. I'm starring to a no okay.
0: Do not call them.
1: What if you found out that the person complaining was me? This like, son of a bitch. Wait,
0: you mean it's a whole restaurant dedicated to this evil Russian dictator? Well, I can
1: just get a side of Putin? <laughs> What's a large Putin even mean? <laughs>
0: Twitter is my favorite. One person said in response to all of this, people, please stop confusing Putin and poutine. One is a dangerous and unwholesome mix of greasy, lumpy, congealed ingredients. The other is poutine, a delicious food.
1: Oh, my God. That's incredible. That individual summed it up better than you and I or I could do. So uh, kudos to them. Well done. Yeah, that's And apologies
0: insane. to Maison Poutine, not yes. House of Putin. Yes. But yeah, house,
1: of- house of Putin, which, by the way, is what he also calls his palace. I'm, I'm making all that up. So please don't take me literal here.
0: Maison Poutine yeah. sells <laughs> poutine. It is not Putin's house. Oh do not God. call them. <laughs>
1: Putin's House, though, does does sound like a pretty bomb sitcom. I'm just throwing that out there. I'm just throwing that out there. Too soon, dude. Okay. Not Not right now. Let's get to post-war. We're not there yet. Before we start pitching uh, Putin (laughs) sitcoms, (laughs) House of Putin. All right.
0: Look, I'm not trying to imply any connection between the figures in that story and the next one. It just happens to be what's next on my agenda, so do not. Okay. There's a new book out by the former Attorney General, William Barr. And in the book, he described how Trump treated guests at his meetings. Okay. And you're like, why does this have anything to do with food? And
1: also, but who would buy a book to be like, I can't wait to read about these meetings. Like, (laughs) I I don't even want my own meetings.
0: (laughs) I'm sure there's like a lot of other stuff in the book. (laughs) There's like a little snippet (laughs) of it that mentions what you would expect going into this meeting with former President Donald Trump. Okay, He said that he was the attentive host and would constantly ensure that everyone had a diet Coke to drink.
1: Oh my God. It's you. Yeah. <laughs> right. The times we record the pod, you're like, do you want me to bring you a diet Coke? I'm like Trump? Never. Did you take Ashley's phone? Right.
0: <laughs> Never in my life have I been like, I'm just like him. He's just like me.
1: I'm curious to hear more. Though. Like this is genuinely interesting. I just love how he's like, does everybody got a diet Coke? Are we good here? Are we everybody good? good? Everybody yeah. deceived? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody deceived. Son of a bitch. <laughs>
0: Barr wrote, if he was feeling especially beneficent, he would open a cigar box and deal out his stash of big Hershey chocolate bars as if dealing cards. Oh
1: my God.
0: Whoever at the meeting. That's amazing. And he said, I always accepted you have to play the hand you're dealt.
1: Yeah, also, why would you turn down a giant candy bar with a diet coke?
0: I feel like this is a meeting with, like, somebody's grandpa, right? Like, oh,
1: yeah, 100%. You want a
0: candy? You want a soda? Yeah. Like, I mean, the
1: guy's in his 70s. It makes sure. sense. Like, Biden with the ice cream, Trump with, like, Diet Cokes and candy bars. Like, this is what 70-year-old people do. They dish out treats and snacks, and they make sure everybody's well-fed. Whether or not you agree with them on their political stance, 70-year-old people thinks. No, <laughs> I'm not saying that these are
0: the meetings with, like, international figures. Like I would love stuff.
1: that, though. Imagine if Poutine was there, and oh, he was like, God. would you like a Diet Coke and a large candy bar.
0: Cooking <laughs> a candy? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Bong in a blintz?
0: Apparently these were the ad hoc meetings in his little dining room. So he's like sitting in like the dad's seat of a dining table. Of the
1: presidential dining room, by the uh, way. Right, yes. right.
0: But I like how they point out like, oh, he's the attentive host, making sure everybody had a Diet Coke to drink. Yes. Dude had a Diet Coke button on his desk.
1: Literally. Like the red button that you'd be like, oh, is that for missiles? Actually, check this out. Boop.
0: Somebody yeah. appears with a silver tray with a <laughs> Diet Coke and a glass of ice. <laughs> Those little stripy straws, just in case you wanted one.
1: (sighs) Presidential powers. What would your button be? Would you have a, would it be Diet Coke? It would be Diet Coke. You'd be the, like, you would go in there, like, let's say you become president. If Biden
0: took it out, I would have left it in.
1: Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was like, Biden took it out. I'm surprised again that they just didn't leave the button there and every president can make the button for whatever they want. Right. I think I would do a pizza button. You would definitely keep it for Diet Coke. Yeah. That would make a lot of sense.
0: Pizza button. What would be on that? That would
1: confuse, like, your constituents, though. You'd be like, I'm opposed to this and that and then you get in and you're like what's the first thing you're gonna do you're gonna change the button you're like actually I don't know I think he was kind of had a good idea with this button. I think I'm gonna keep it I'm like what, what the wait, fuck what? Yeah. <laughs> like listen I really like Diet Coke alright
0: <laughs> it's, it's what they call crossing the aisle you know? yes. it's-
1: <laughs> basically we just need to get the left and the right to start sharing Diet Cokes <laughs> I mean, that's all we need to do. I mean, that's that's uh that's the end goal. We're here. getting
0: close to that commercial that one of the Jenners got a lot of fire for. What was it? She went and offered the protesters a Pepsi or something. And oh That's my how God. she's gonna solve the world's problem. I forgot
1: about that. Yeah, Is it Kendall Jenner. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was. Have I think a it was Pepsi. Ken- yeah, have a Pepsi. And Everyone's like, Are you fucking <laughs> Fuck serious? <off. laughs> Yeah. We say it facetiously. They had an, like, an actual multi-million dollar mm. ad campaign where it's like, share a Pepsi. Everyone's like, fuck you. Right. Like,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm not going to lie though. The description of those meetings, these are the only meetings I've ever heard where I would be upset if they were in an email. Because if I were like, oh my God, it's meeting time and I know I'm going to be treated to like candy bars and soda. I'm not right. against it. I'm right. just saying. Plus, he's going to say some off-the-wall wild shit. I'm like, I'm just going to lean back in the chair, get all sugared up, and here we go. Right. <laughs> like,
0: while later he's, on, I'll write a book. While he's <laughs> sitting there at his dining table, like the TV's in the background yeah, blaring.
1: Yeah, but it's like him. So you're like looking at him, watching him. This is great. I mean, and I'm And you're like there
0: having your after-school snack. It's like a candy and a Diet Coke. Just yeah.
1: Like, yeah, except for here. it's 10 a.m. <laughs> True. This is amazing.
0: True. Because yeah, he watched like hours of TV before he went down to the Oval Office for like the real meetings. Yes.
1: And I, I'd be right there with him. He's like, you want to come watch me on TV with me? And I have some Diet Coke, some candy bars. I'm like, dude, I'll be there in five.
0: I would assume that the Oval Office also had a stash of snacks and Diet Cokes, you know? like
1: I mean, they certainly had McDonald's, by the way. There was that yeah. football team that was host and they like legitimately all got McDonald's. But you know what I didn't see in that photo? Ice cream. Think about it. True. Well, they, they also, ice cream.
0: they they brought in McDonald's, like, quote, catering.
1: Catering, yeah. Which and is put it like, in these,
0: like, nice White House warming chafing dishes.
1: Yes, yes. So it's There's, like, like, Big Macs on fancy Big platters. Max? It's like, break, break out the china. We got double quarter patterns coming through. China and, like, <laughs>
0: passed down through generations of presidents and their families. Yeah. <laughs> silver pieces.
1: President Ford shipped his tooth on that glass. Hey, pour some more Sprite in that for me. Right.
0: Yikes. <laughs> I don't think the ice cream, A, was working. B, would have made it in transit. No.
1: Oh, my God. I don't know, man. You're a fucking president. If you have a Diet Coke button, you sure as shit can have, like, ice cream delivered in a timely manner. I'm just saying. Or have a machine installed that works and use kitsch to fix it.
0: Brought it full circle. Mm, See what do you, you like did that? There. I'm getting
1: better at this. Or worse. I can't really tell. It's like a
0: reverse segue. <laughs> <Yeah>. It's like <laughs> connecting all the... Yeah. Yeah.
1: It took me a while.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it, though. I Thank think that's a, that's a good note to end the scoop on today. Thank you. Time to go into our food high and low moments. And we usually we say of the week, but it's been a little over a week. Really, yeah. time is slippery because Mardi Gras kind of just blurs everything together. Yeah.
1: We've been off for a minute. I'll go first because mine kind of sucks because I've just been, I did the normal, you know, Mardi Gras recovery slash trying to get back into like the normal swing of things. Mm -hmm. My low, I'll start off with the high, uh, day after Mardi Gras day. So Ash Wednesday, but I'm not religious. So for me, it's just a hungover Wednesday. Mm -hmm. And, uh, at one point finally got up and met with some friends, and went to Klessy's and I hadn't been there yet. And I had their crawfish, and it was delicious. And even though I was struggling because I was like sitting out in the sun, it was just a lot because very hungover. Just awesome, like great, great crawfish. So it's crawfish season. I think that's gonna be my high for the next like month or so. Uh, yeah. So I did that. My low is I had a little bit of my Dongfeng king cake that was still in the kitchen, mm-hmm. and I tossed it out because I was like, "Yep, I've had this now for like five days. It's no longer king cake season." I, like throughout the rest in the trash can, There's kind of like looked at it longingly for like a split second just being like
0: what? <sighs> you were, you considered pulling it back out for a second i i honestly was <laughs> like
1: i could cut, i could break off a little piece here and no one would really know but i was like you know what uh, i don't need to do that and then i was like you know it sucks because i fucking love king cake i don't need
0: bad luck for the whole next year of my life
1: ex- no exactly and then i you know said something along the lines of like it's not goodbye it's i'll see you soon because the year does come around really quickly so i'm excited for king cake season already next year and i'm sad that i had a little bit of What is my personal favorite that I had to toss out? You
0: couldn't finish it. Yeah,
1: I couldn't finish it. Well, I also was supposed to have two more friends in town and like bad shit happened to both of them. So I ended up being one friend and I had this whole king cake and I was like, ah, fuck. So me and him were like, I mean, I had way too many beers. I had too much king cake. I was like, oh, well, you know. These
0: don't sound like real problems. Oh, they
1: weren't. (laughs) Yeah. Well, they weren't until they were once, you know, you overindulge a little bit. But yeah, that was my love
0: i don't want to copy you but the high that i had prepared is also crawfish is that
1: why you were looking at me funny like yeah. as i was telling the story like, i was like cool do you on my, my face? thing yeah. <laughs> like you're looking at me kind of weird i was like do i keep telling the story yeah. like do i upset her what's happening is she yeah. signaling me
0: yeah <laughs> do i need to steal third like
1: <laughs> she knows i like baseball right like a <laughs> what is this
0: <laughs> So I actually went to see my parents in Lafayette right before all the major craziness of oh, nice. Mardi Gras. Um and so I had the Acadiana area boiled <sighs> crawfish At pretty much their like neighborhood spot to the point where they have a fill-in daughter that works there. Okay. She's she never seems to be there when I go with them to this place, Mm. but they claim like they have this girl that's like on text, and they're like, "Are the crawfish good today?" Oh, amazing! (laughs) They can hit her up before they go in, and they're like, "We're coming in. Can you get a table ready for us?" (laughs) (laughs) This place called LT's, and like the seasoning was fantastic. The crawfish were huge. Yeah. I will say there's some places in New Orleans where you go and they're having like crawfish pop-ups on the weekends and yes. this is like a dedicated restaurant. So you get a full tray and they ask you based in pounds how many you want in Lafayette. It's not like yes. you get the cute little to-go trays which i think are so silly yeah i don't
1: like that any any restaurant that that's their offer instead of the going by the pound Mm -hmm. i'm like yeah this is not going to be the experience i'm looking for right now
0: right if you can get like one scoop of crawfish into that i was like that's not enough for me no i want to
1: order x amount of pounds
0: yeah Yeah. so no i had the experience where like my sinuses were leaking and i was like these are so good (laughs) is
1: that crawfish poop or snot i don't know (laughs) (laughs)
0: Make sure you wipe it with the back of your your hand and not the like seasoning coated fingertips. Do not
1: touch your eyes. Mm. Make sure you wash your hands a ton. With that
0: industrial grade, like gritty soap that they have.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Like the orange shit. I don't even know what it's called. Uh, Might just be called orange. I don't even know. Industrial
0: grade (laughs) gritty (laughs)
1: shit. (laughs) Turpentine, if you got that lined around. yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, My low was the night of one of the Mardi Gras parades. We were watching it on St. Charles by one of my friend's apartment buildings, which happens to be like a skip away from what I call Mardi Gras Popeyes, the one that is on St. Charles Avenue on the parade route. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And so the whole time we kept looking back, we're like, do you think it's time for Popeyes? Mm. Should we go get Popeyes? Mm. And you're looking at me like, how could Popeyes be a low food moment? Well something happened. We accidentally waited until the parade exactly finished and we're like, oh shit, we need to go to Popeye's now before it gets nuts. We were already waiting in a line outside of this Popeyes. Okay. They shut the door like right in front of a couple of us and we're like, oh no. Then he comes out and he like head counts like we were getting into an exclusive club. (laughs) And he counts out like ten more people.
1: He's looking at a clipboard back at you. Yeah, pretty
0: much. Yeah. Like like an earpiece. No. (laughs) Why
1: are you wearing a suit?
0: Right. You're not on the list. He pulled in <laughs> 10 of us and we happened to make it. And we were joking around with these strangers behind us. We're like, yeah, I guess everybody else is not going to get chicken tonight." And then it was true. We were oh, the shit. last 10 people to be led into Popeye's that night.
1: Wait, so how is this a low? You got led into the exclusive Popeye's right.
0: club. I'm in the club. Yeah. But then they gave me mild when I ordered spicy and I didn't know oh, until I got home to my shit. friend's house and we started eating. And I was like, this does not have that familiar orange undertone.
1: Yeah. Nor does that my you... tongue feel like a little right. bit Yeah. Right. But also like I don't know, like beggars can't be choosers. You got into the selective I guess. club. They're all they're running out of chicken.
0: Sure. But, but it... they had
1: but they had spicy left. They just gave you the wrong one. Yeah. Oh, see that's That, that was sucks. my
0: mistake for not checking the bag before you I got checked yeah, yeah, check the But bag. you know, I felt kind of weird. Like it's one thing when you check the bag when you're on your way out the drive thru. Yeah. This is like you're standing there in front of them, you're like, mm, I'm checking your work.
1: Yeah, You're it is like weird asshole. because they're watching you like check their work and they're, you know, they're thinking like, motherfucker, you don't trust me to do my job? It's like, move along, it, Karen. It's like, no, but I've been scarred enough. Like, are you a bag checker in the drive thru? Yes. Okay, thank you. I am too. And I don't care if I like hold up the line by what, 10 seconds? Like, I rifle through the bag. I just kind of count everything and then I drive off. I don't like. Open up the like individual sandwiches and stuff. I just make sure I got like the same number of what I ordered. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and I'm I check the
0: sauces that. because yeah, the,
1: the sauce that the could sauce change your check. whole dining experience. Got it? Yeah, you gotta, yeah. <laughs> yes it can. <laughs> but the sauce check and the bag check in general—that's a clutch move. Like it needs to be done. There's nothing worse than a, a person that's like not a bag checker. And constantly gets their order fucked up. It's like, how many times does it take for you to learn?
0: And, you know, in that moment, I was riding the high of being on the exclusive Popeye's list.
1: Oh, I wouldn't have checked the bag either. I'd be like, can you believe that we got in?
0: We got in. We got chicken. Yes. (laughs) Then we went back and I was like, oh, damn it. And it was like, not the strips, but it was the chicken, I call it chicken on the bone. Yeah. So you couldn't save it by just like dipping the strip into a spicy sauce to, you know, make it better. So... That was my lowest you can I like get out some
1: Tabasco and just douse that shit?
0: It, it then gets soggy, and I yeah, per, I purposely bought like more than I needed that night so I could have leftovers the next day. Yeah, of course. So like leftover uh, mild chicken uh, was yeah. It
1: was See, my love. I have to go with mild because I love the way spicy food tastes, but I, my my body oh, can't handle troubles. it. Yeah. yeah. So like literally, like, literally within the first bite, my stomach starts doing like the topsy turvies, and it's not. I got tummy sticks real bad. Like it's not. It's not going to go good for me. Wait, can I ask you something really quick to end the episode on? Yeah, yeah. All right. So I was watching um, my friend and I, who was, again, here here for a week. We were watching like old, you know, Bourdain, No Reservations episodes to like get ourselves like the Mardi Gras. We were watching like, we watched the Cajun episode, which I had actually mm-hmm. never seen. And it's not the one that he did later on where he did the Mardi Gras, but it's just the one where he was like out in Lafayette and Eunice in that area. And he talked about how Eunice is referred to as the crawfish capital of the world. Is that true?
0: I feel like there's a couple places that okay. call themselves that. I didn't, I didn't
1: realize that but he was in like that area. he was in Eunice and they were enjoying crawfish and then he referenced it he was like blah 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 and this is the crawfish capital. You might have said of the United States or maybe even I've always state. heard
0: it was bro bridge was
1: oh, it might have been bro bridge okay now I think about it I, I you know what it might have been bro bridge because they
0: have a big crawfish festival every year okay to the point where they like crown a crawfish queen that's so that's like so there's awesome. a pageant and she is crawfish queen that's incredible 2022 or whatever
1: um now that I think about it, I'm like 99% sure he mentioned bro bridge okay just was curious if you heard about that because I'm sure you have Yeah. yeah okay
0: have you had crawfish out that way,
1: dude? I haven't even gone out there to eat yet. Oh, I know, I know.
0: Oh, you know what? We forgot to say. I was surprised that neither of us had this as our either food high or low
1: when we when we
0: were friends in real life we were during friends Mardi Gras. In real life.
1: <laughs> Good old Milan Lounge.
0: After one of the parades, I was yeah. In, I got back uptown to meet. You and a taco truck.
1: At, yes. <laughs> I was like, come out. The there's bar. a taco truck here. It was great. Like, see you in
0: 10. I do not. Oh, well, I mean, really with Mardi Gras traffic, it was like, see you in maybe half an hour.
1: Yeah. I was like, that's fine. I'll be Yeah, the I'll same be thing. here. I'll be here by the taco truck.
0: I don't remember what was in those tacos. I remember there was some crazy like debris fries. I don't remember the name of the taco truck, but it was all delicious. So. Same to
1: all of that. In fact, I tried <laughs> to remember and I just have an up close picture of tacos in my phone with no photo of a menu, no photo of a sign. I just have a photo of tacos. I'm so like, son of a So shout out to
0: you, magical, mystical, mystery taco truck <laughs> that was outside of Mardi Gras bar. Yeah. <laughs> that was great.
1: And if anybody was around that bar during Mardi Gras and remembers the taco truck, please message us and let us know. <laughs> if it was
0: you, yeah, we love if you. If it was you. Yeah,
1: great tacos. <laughs> um, I wish that I wasn't an idiot and would, like take photos of a sign or a menu or something instead of just a up-close photo of tacos. But How it did I does. phrase
0: it earlier? I'm here, I'm drunk, and I'm definitely unprepared.
1: Yeah. Essentially. Stumbled into some delicious tacos.
0: Yeah. That's it for this week's episode. We will talk to you again next week back on regular schedule. In the meantime, we always love talking to you on social media. We are at PTE Pod on Instagram. Uh, Like, rate, review, all the things that help us to spread word about this podcast to your friends and beyond.
1: And we'll talk to you next week. Come back for seconds.